If you are looking for a podcast, I can tell you I don't have one. But what I do have are a very particular set of podcasts I like. Podcasts I have listened to over a very long career. My favorite podcast has to be the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Found wherever you listen to podcasts or on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm Andy with my friends, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hey, howdy. Hi. Well, we made it, guys. We officially finished the last week that will not have professional baseball until next October. So baseball is back. Baseball is back. Good timing, too. Couldn't happen at a better time when we get another seven inches of snow. I know. I want it to start feeling like baseball season, and that doesn't help when it's a blizzard again. Yeah, we're getting piled on, for sure. We got a couple more inches later this week, too, so that'll be fun. All, All good. Spring training's starting. And daylight savings is only three weeks away. We gain an hour of light, so yeah, so, get, we, so we can see all the snow yeah. piling on later. Oh, I hate, I hate, I hate daylight savings so you, much. You bite your tongue. I, hate I wish it. I would just keep it. Yeah, leave it at the time now. It's no. perfect. Or no, no, yeah, next one. right, yes. the next one. Leave it at that one, and just don't. It's the old Let's, spring forward. We should yeah. keep it at spring forward. Yeah, or we just compromise. This spring, we'll set our clocks ahead a half hour and never talk about it again. There you go. Oh, Perfect. man, I think the, that would probably blow up the whole paradigm. Yeah, the planet might implode on itself. That's that would not open, allowed. That would open up the wormhole where Tony Stark comes back to like help the Starks in Game of Thrones. That is, oh, the, yeah. that is the spinoff we're... Yeah, we're talking about that tonight. I think that's going to be the spinoff for, that HBO is working on. Marvel meets Game of Thrones. R plus L equals Tony Stark. Too deep? <laughs> some some people know what that means. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we spent some time together today, this evening, watching Team Giannis totally destroy Team LeBron in the first half, only to let them come back and then dominate them in the second. Oh, they dominated in the well, second, third, fourth quarter, really. Yeah, Team Giannis was outscored every quarter but the first, but they they made that first quarter count. Definitely. Yeah, well, what? They, well, they, were, they were, what, up by 13 and a half? Yeah, and they had a lead as much as 18 at one point. All because of the two Bucks. Hey, the Bucks finished first and second on Team Giannis in scoring. Well, uh, Middleton was tied for second with Paul George. That's a little bit misconceiving because Steph Curry had a terrible night shooting. Yeah, very uncurry like he went four of seventeen from three. He was shooting a couple goofy threes. He did like the Dirk yeah. one footed, some really deep ones, which he can make. But yeah, that did not help. Uh, that did not help Team Giannis at all. The floor has like the honeycomb spots on it, and it made me think that as part of a little spice up for the All Star game, they should maybe have like a, a five point dot like. We were talking about like jock jams or yeah. rock jams or jock, jock, rock, jock. Rock and jock. Rock and jock on MTV. Oh, I, love that. I was obsessed with that. 
after that's this. Right. Especially amazing. the basketball one where they'd lower the, the hoop that was worth 25 <laughs> points. It was still like way up, like 20 feet or 25 feet up, but just trying to shoot at that. That was my dream as a kid to play in rack and jack basketball. And then Pete mentioned a, a, a good idea with the digital floor and having random spots shot up. Yeah. Just have the three-point line move as oh. as you are playing the game. It'd be like a video game. like Right. Or like a, a hot spot just lights up from time to time of like, this is worth five. It's yeah. behind the three-point line. So guys run to that spot to shoot. That'd be fun. So the highlight of the game has to be, at least in my opinion, it has to be with the, the bounce pass to the sky from Curry to Giannis. That was perfection on both it their parts. It was amazing. Yeah. That was freak athletes. Really unbelievable. Well, even Curry had another one later in the game, but I yeah, I, I can't think of another play other than Curry's left-handed hook, sky hook. That was pretty amazing too. But yeah, other than yeah, that that oop, it was it was a pretty solid game though. You got to admit. Yeah, it tightened up late. They started actually playing some defense, which usually happens. They kind of screw around in the first half and then when it comes time to, you know, we got to actually try to win the game. We're going to have to play defense a couple possessions. Yeah, it was a good game. I was, it was probably one of the better, like, NBA All-Star games that I can remember, at least in the near term. And uh, we actually had, you know, guys to cheer for. It's been so long to actually have two All-Stars. A couple decades. Yeah, and uh, we were looking it up during the game. Before Giannis, it was Michael Red. Yeah, it's it was so the, sad. It was the last time the Bucks had an All-Star. They yeah. Had, a gap in there of like yeah. 12 years something no, the last time they had two was like what the 2000 2001 year it was big dog and ray yeah it feels like a lifetime ago yeah the future looks bright speaking of lifetime ago dirk Nowitzki and d wade in their last all-star game yeah that was pretty fun yeah Dirk got a pretty good showing dirk came out firing knocking down threes like crazy D Wade and LeBron playing together again. That was pretty fun. They had a couple oops. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, you know, I, we were kind of talking about this, how this game, how we remember it when we were young, and it was kind of boring. And I don't know what they changed, if it's just the whole drafting thing, but I feel like it's more entertaining. Granted, the two bucks help in, in the game, but I think if, if we didn't have anybody, I feel like I would have been really entertained watching this game anyway. I think just the fact that there's such crazy athleticism on display, yeah, that really helps. I mean, we're seeing guys now to a point that we've just never seen before. Right. Giannis's didn't exist 20 years ago. <laughs> guys no. who are seven foot who can run and dunk like that. Yeah, used to be like, oh, there's a seven footer. It's Rick Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> right, seven footers. But then you had like the battle of Dirk Nowitzki kind of created the idea that a seven footer can step back and shoot. And then yeah. even Giannis had what two, three, three pointers. Yeah, he had a couple. He had a couple. Yeah. What's funny is Dirk only played four minutes, but he made three threes. He came out, yeah. the, he made him count the four minutes he came in in the first half. He just, I'm just going to go in there and shoot. And he knew yeah. when to call it. Coach so, Bud, let it fly. Yeah, just don't put me back in. I, I <laughs> Odds are I'm going to miss. It's better to just have that be the swan song. Right. What about the rest of All-Star Weekend? What did you guys think? Did you guys watch? I did watch the entire Saturday night, actually, for the nice. first time in a while. Nice. I actually worked Saturday night, so I had to watch the highlights, and the highlights looked amazing. You know, three-point contest, dunk contest highlights, and even the skills challenge Believe it or not, awesome. the skills challenge might have been the best part. Was it like big, mostly big men versus little men? 
So this year they did all matchups were randomized. Nice. <laughs> so you didn't know That's who you were awesome. going against until right before it started. They just had uh, they had someone out there just drawing numbers. Wow. So, so the guys found out their matchups. So then they would on pick the spot. The, all the point guards would pick like the ones that are ice cold. The numbers that are ice cold. <laughs> oh, so I the, see what you're doing there. Yeah. Oh, like oh that, yeah. Put it in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. We know what you Yo. did to David Stern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where yeah. do you want to go play, Patrick? Yeah. What anyway. a surprise. Gotta yeah. save New York. So but, that, that last matchup, though, was pretty amazing, though, right? Yeah, because the way the, the skills contest works is the final thing is to make a three, and that determines who wins is whoever makes that first. So guys were letting it fly. If they were behind, they are letting it fly from behind the three-point line, because why not? Because then you can just go up to the three-point line and grab another ball, keep shooting. So uh, Trey Young won a matchup by doing that, and then Tatum banked one in from way behind the line to win it. Yeah, he banked one and actually knocked his shot. Yeah, out it did. It looked like Trey Young's shot was going to go in. Yeah, it just like it might have been helped by that that ball coming. <laughs> Trey Young got beat at his own game because Tatum was sitting there and he saw Trey Young do that and realized I got to throw it up. And some of the reason I was watching is because I did bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's got to be a reason you watch the whole so Saturday I w- evening. I wanted long shots because as we talked about, I cashed out of. My account, my play money, monopoly oh, money account. This doesn't mean you're done. No, does it? I left some on there just for fun. But I debated between uh, Jason Tatum and Kuzma for long shot because big guys have actually won it like three years in a row and they both had similar odds. So, what'd I, you go with then? I went with Kuzma because I did oh. not want to have the Celtic. I thought it's not fun to cheer for a guy. Very similar, a very similar players though. Kuzma's maybe a little bit more athletic. Yeah, a little bit more, but not not much. So I, I Kuzma's a good pick, I think. Yeah, he got other than out getting a good guard, but early. Yeah. Oh well, that's unfortunate. Kuzma's a good pick until he loses. Yeah. So the dunk contest highlights wise looked amazing to me. Uh, so here's the problem with the dunk contest. <laughs> Everything. Everything. That got Diallo, guy who I didn't know who he was, Hamadou Diallo, <laughs> until the night of the dunk contest. Now everybody knows who yeah. that is. He has a 44 and a half inch vertical, so he was impressive. He jumped over Shaq, and that was probably the dunk of the night. He dunked Vince Carter style down near his elbow while jumping over Shaq. But that wasn't the final dunk even. And Dennis Smith, who he was against in the finals, missed a ton of dunks. So it just it's kind of anticlimactic. Because... When how many minutes do they get? They get like three. So this time there's no clock. It's oh, just come you get on. you get three attempts to make the dunk. Three attempts. And the thing is though, if you go up and you don't try to dunk the ball, it doesn't count. So some of these guys were like throwing the ball in the air and they'd let it bounce and they'd run up and grab it and then realize they didn't like the placement. So that didn't count as an attempt. So there was more than three some of these dunks had like seven, eight tries. My goodness. And it just gets old. And then the funniest part was the guy for the Hawks, is John Harris. Collins? John Collins, yes. I'm confusing the three-point contest. Joe, Joe Harris. Harris. <laughs> John Collins, he decided to have a, he brought out a plane, a wooden oh, plane. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And it was so cheesy, and he put on like a scarf and goggles to look like a, you know, World War One pilot, kind of go like the Snoopy. Yeah. Thing and the goggles didn't fit right and he couldn't see out of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so awesome. So he, he's so standing there and you can tell he can't you, see. You, you think you would have tried those on before the actual? <laughs> yeah. So contest. before he took off, he just took them and just threw them. 
Yeah. And then when he jumped over the plane, he broke parts he, of it. He kicked the plane. He didn't even jump high enough. Yeah. And it's just like, we've seen guys jump over stuff before. I don't know. Yeah, Blake Griffin going over a Kia. Yeah. It's What's been... the Kia's name? Tell yeah. your Tell your ride. Tell your ride. Yeah. The That's... new Kia's Tell your ride. <laughs> That's a new SUV. Interesting. Anyway. I don't know. I was a big fan for like the year 2000, like the Vinsanity elbow dunks. I mean, I was pretty excited to see the dunk that ended up winning it, but... It was a good know. dunk. The, it's just it doesn't have the star power anymore. And jumping over stuff, it's like we've seen it all. They, that's all people did. But would jump over these. <laughs> but these activities, aside from the skills challenge, I can see. But the three point contest and the dunk contest seems much better, especially in the age we live in now, where you can go back and watch the highlight version of it. Just seems like a much better format. I mean, we used to have. Not just Vince Carter, but actually Michael Jordan doing the dunk contest. Dominique Wilkins? Yeah. Now it's Hamadou Diallo. We all follow sports pretty closely. I had never heard of this guy before. But even that, like Shaq's reaction after he did that was priceless. It yeah. was probably as good as the dunk. Because he did, uh, he had a tearaway jersey with Superman logo underneath. Yeah. So, like yeah. they make it fun. I think they should just move the dunk contest to like the first event instead of having to be the primetime event. That might actually help a little bit. Because I don't know if you can do anything to spice it up anymore yeah it has to be one of my favorite dunks besides like i said the vince carter one but even that the aaron gordon one i think is still probably one of my favorites all time well didn't he go like the raise his legs up and go yeah, underneath he, his legs it's like, still like, he goes over the mascot that was one he grabbed yeah he grabbed it from the mascot one. while putting it under his both of his he legs like he was sitting on a in chair a sitting yeah. position while yeah. flying then, through yeah. the air yeah, yeah. his legs yeah. straight out like he's in a perfect like 90 oh, God. like up and underneath and still dunks like you have to go watch that clip if you haven't yeah. seen it or don't know what we're talking it's about. It, that's one that's amazing because that's something we'd never seen before. Definitely. That's just guys are just so athletic now. Yeah, he's just a smaller version of Blake Griffin, basically. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I'd say the three point contest, uh, it was it would have been nice to see the Curry brothers. Uh Seth got knocked out early, but Steph was in the finals and lost to Joe Harris, everyone's favorite household name. <laughs> Joe hey. Harris. Heck of a shooter, though. And what doesn't help the uh, three-point contest is the fact that Reggie Miller calls it and can't do math. <sighs> he was sometimes, at one point, he said, this guy has to run this rack of money balls to tie. And <laughs> the guy was down 12. There are five balls on the rack. He was already mathematically eliminated. Yeah. And he went, nice job, five for, he went like five for five. I forget who it was. And then was eliminated. And Reggie's just like, oh. I heard Middleton was mathematically eliminated right when he started. Oh, oh that was not a good showing. <laughs> Luckily, he showed up much better in the actual game. He redeemed himself in the game tonight. because Oh, yeah, he was so solid. Dead last. So if he game. goes into the competition again, all he needs is actually to have somebody, a defender out in front of him. Yeah. And then he'll actually hit it. Defender, somebody passing to him, too. There you he go. could right. maybe do the E. Jean Leon of having a chair in for the defender. Like maybe if he set a chair by every ball rack and then shot over the chair. Hey. Why doesn't he Never just know. put like one of those cardboard cutouts of Giannis? Oh yeah, that'd be good. Well, a solid All Star All Star weekend, I would say. Yeah, I was pretty entertained by it. It's nice having two bucks there. Definitely, like that, like that definitely drew me in more than usual. I, I I can't wait for the second half to start for sure. Yeah, last twenty five games. Yeah. All right, boys, it's time for the cycle. Now, as everybody knows, the cycle in baseball is hard to hit, right? It is. Yeah. Very difficult. <laughs> it's that pesky triple. So, you know, <laughs> eight cycles is the record during one season. So, actually, that's been done twice in 1933 and actually 2009. So, 
Ooh, and the two of them in here? All by different players during the year. So all different players. Oh, I see what you're saying. So in the major league. So it's kind of cool that I way. Like one guy did it. I'm like, holy cow. But that's surprisingly all, all different players, players I think. Because didn't Yelich do it twice this year? He did. Anyway, yeah. So that being said, I wanted to make the cycle special. So we now have a, we'll have a weekly cycle instead of every episode, of course. We kind of skipped it for a couple of days. So let's lead off with the single. Um, kind of a sad note. We didn't mention this. Frank Robinson passed away at the age of 83. He was the first African-American man- manager in the MLB. He won the Triple Crown in 1966, 14-time All-Star in a 21-year career. Of course, he was the first player in Major League Baseball history to win the MVP in both leagues. Um, so pretty sad, but he, he did have a cup of tea in Milwaukee, actually. In 1984, he was a hitting coach for a couple months after being fired from the Giants. He signed a contract for $1. Oh, nice. nice. So likely he would have not been paid by the Giants for the rest of the season, so he couldn't accept anything more than a dollar, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. So that, that contract actually sold in auction in two, 2014 for $540. That's a neat piece of memorabilia. Yeah. And for yeah, anyone who doesn't you know, maybe follow the history of baseball and realize he's one of the all-time greats. He's 10th all-time in home runs. He's kind of sneaky high on that list. He's also 21st in RBIs and 15th in runs. So he really, his numbers go down as, like you said, two-time MVP. But his numbers put him right up there as one of the all-time greats. Yeah, so he coached uh, the Indians, Giants, Orioles, and Expos Nationals. He was the last year he coached, I think, was 2006 with the Nationals. So, yeah, he's been out of baseball for a couple of years. But, yeah, great, great hitter. Said said that he he went, of course. All right, let's move on to the double now. Uh, All stars, race cars, chambers. Oh my! Action packed. Action packed Sunday. So a I lot of sports going on. Yeah, a lot of sports going on. We we talked about the All Stars, of course, the NBA All Star game. Of course, the race cars were going around the track. Mike doesn't enjoy race cars, but that's okay. Daytona 500. Were Super Bowl. Oh, it was a lot of fun, though. Super Bowl of motorsports, of Were course. there at least crashes? Yes, there was. There were a lot of crashes. Yes. A lot of crashes. The big one happened with nine laps left. D.B. and Dento <laughs> was having a good good race and a good story and then was turned loose from behind. But, yeah, there was another, another big crash with six left, another with three to go. So the race got bogged down quite a bit. It was actually a really good race. Uh, the winner, of course, was Denny Hamlin. In overtime. In overtime, yeah. I have a question about overtime. Okay. In overtime racing, are you allowed to use red turtle shells? <laughs> no, I think only green are allowed because okay. they're... they're to pop your remaining yeah. two balloons. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it seems fair. Because it's less accurate. you got to be pretty skilled with that green turtle shell. Yeah, that's a skill shot. But yeah, no. <laughs> okay. I, I wouldn't say I like the, the red turtle shell. I like the triple, the triple red turtle oh, shell. Oh, triple red. That's that's a game breaker. Game breaker. You know what my favorite one is? What? Ghost. Oh, ghost. Oh. Just steal your stuff. Steal your stuff. Yeah. You know, the new one has an ink one. That one's solid. Ink, it covers the screen. Oh, it covers the screen. Can't yeah. see what you're doing. No, that's really I like really the, good. the bullet, bullet bill. Ooh, it just turns you into a bullet and you just go flying through everyone. Oh. Yeah, when I get when I get inked, I just shoot off my red turtle shells, just <laughs> blind fire. Do you guys want to pause the podcast and go play Mario Kart? Maybe. Okay.
All right, we're back now. So, one one last thing about NASCAR. And yeah, great P one, great race, great race, guys. Really proud of you guys. So if if Elliot wins, Elliot um, Chase Elliot, if he wins a NASCAR Cup Series race, fans will receive ten free bonus wings with the purchase of ten wings from where Hooters. Oh, all right, I'm back in it. Now. Back in back it. In so the Chase game. Elliot. Is now my favorite racer because he is the Hooters what racer. A, what a great promotion! So he would drive the Hooters car, I think, twice this year, something like that. But you said uh, you were a Matt Kenseth fan, right? Yes. And he definitely. retired. Yeah. I think in honor of your grandpa, you have a new race car driver to, to cheer for. Yeah, I, I easily it's Chase Elliott now. Okay. He's the son of Billy Elliott, and he's a, he's a really good kid. So, yeah. Does every um, driver come from a racing family, basically? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, there's, yeah. Without even really knowing NASCAR, I feel like it's just like four names and you're just, it's like Game of Thrones. You're just from one of those families mm-hmm. and you just pass down. Earnhardt, Petty. Yeah. Yeah. Hamlin did win. He races in the number 11 for Joe Gibbs Racing. So J.D. Gibbs, his son, Joe Gibbs' son, passed away, sadly, last month. So he was the big part of getting Den- Denny Hamlin onto Joe Gibbs Racing. So that was a pretty cool thing that actually Denny Hamlin came unscathed, didn't wasn't even touched the whole race. It was like uh, a blessing in, in the skies. They had someone on their side, and Joe Gibbs was just awestruck that they well, won, and it was pretty awesome well, moment. It wasn't even the fact that they won, like Denny Hamlin won, but it was one, two, three. Like Joe Gibbs' yeah. racers finished first, second, and third. Yeah, I think one of his guys got in a crash, though, but... But, yeah, that was just a pretty awesome thing to happen. Mm, yeah. Tell me again how NASCAR isn't run by the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. The fix is in. The fix is in. So, Elimination Chamber is happening right now. I will watch it tonight. Speaking oh. of fixes being in. <laughs> yeah. On the WWE. WWE. So, I, I we didn't watch it. We watched the All-Star game so you're, together. So, you're avoiding any spoilers? No, no spoilers. Okay. On to the home run. So, spoilers out there. Boy, I don't know if this is spoilers. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, it's probably past spoiler protocol, I would guess. I think so. All right. So Breaking Bad actually has a movie coming out. So it's going to be starring Aaron Paul. Netflix. Jesse Pinkman, of course. And it'll serve as a sequel to the original series. It's going to be written and directed by Vince Gilligan. Uh, so Jesse, it'll be Jesse Pinkman as he uh, makes his incredible escape from capture, of course. And it'll be run on Netflix, shown on AMC also after that. So it's kind of a cool thing. But on betonline.ag, granted, I don't know what that site is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to bet money on that site. .ag stands for Antigua. Yeah. So How do you know that, Mike? Uh, just just random little fact I, I picked up somewhere. Probably Jeopardy. Geography. Wikipedia. Anyway, so the bets you can you can, you can can post on, on mm-hmm. of course, Breaking Bad movie. Will it release in 2019? Will Grey Matter be set? Pinkman to die? Polos Hermanos shown? Of course, our favorite, Saul. Will he appear? And of course, the big moneymaker. Will Walter White appear on the show in a flashback? I would think, yeah, they have to have Brian Cranston on. And obviously... Is Walter White dead? We don't know. I think he's dead. Okay. He should be at least. Because that would be an Illuminati thing if he's that, not dead. That would feel like a cheap way to bring him back. But hanging I, out, hanging out with Tupac Shakur and Elvis yeah. Presley. Biggie. 
I'm uh, I'm excited about this. My favorite show ever is The Sopranos, and I don't think that can ever be topped. But I so would, you don't watch shows anymore. That is true. I do watch almost yeah. no t- no I, shows. I think I'm pretty pretty sure that Curb. I love Curb. curb. <laughs> no, I'm just. But kidding. I think the Sopranos is the closest anything's ever come to grabbing me the way Sopranos did yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. And Sopranos is getting a movie soon. That's a prequel. Yes. James Gandolfini's son's going to be in it, and we're getting a Breaking Bad movie. This is. And we're still waiting so, for our Arrested so you, Developments movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Too, so you, so <laughs> where does Game of Thrones then fall in your top? top list it wouldn't make my top three wow yeah i would put it i would say sopranos breaking bad and the wire are the three greatest shows of all time and game of thrones might be like a step below for me but if if anyone says game of thrones is your favorite show i'm not gonna argue it it's a great show and i'm excited but i think i've just always drawn more to uh crime dramas set in the real world versus even though i like fantasy stuff it's just not quite. You got a top three? Whoa, how do you even know? How do you know that wasn't real? It could have been. Long time ago. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, that's copyright. <laughs> I'm going to ble- I'm gonna. Yeah. I got to beat yeah, that do you guys it, do you <laughs> I pressed the dump button. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, do you guys have a big three for sorry, shows? Sorry, Disney. Andy, you got a big three shows? Why don't you go first and then I'll... Uh, it's probably Family Ties, Three's Company, and Golden Girls. Mm, Golden Girls is a good one. <laughs> uh, no, I I don't know. I got I got a lot of shows that I love. I mean, Office and my and my go tos Parks and Rec, Community. I usually watch those throughout the year. All those the are, time. Those are easy to rewatch. But Parks and Rec is probably one of my favorites of all time. Um, but Sopranos is up there. Kirby Enthusiasm is up there, but it's still on Sunny in Philadelphia. I mean, I've I've watched a lot of the a lot of the good ones right now. So. Game of Thrones, of course. Yeah, I watch them all. Yeah, it's hard to choose. We've had Game of Thrones parties starting last season where we really went all out. I was drinking out of a goblet. Pete made <laughs> dragon glass. It's yep. so awesome. It was fantastic. We can nerd out about that. I think Game of Thrones has got to be... It's definitely in the top five. What I think is even interesting is the fact that I've gone back and rewatched now and prepped for the final season, and it's kept up pretty well. I mean, you think you'd go back and some of the... Whether it be the CGI and some of the things like that wouldn't wouldn't hold up, but it actually does hold up pretty good. But I think if I really had to, I think Parks and Rec's another good one. Yeah, I, I was a big sucker for Home Improvement, so randomly I'll go back and watch some of those guys. Uh, I I'm positive I've seen every episode of Home Improvement at least a couple times. Yeah, so I good. used to watch that and reruns. I kind of miss the live uh, the live audience a little bit here and mm-hmm. there. A show like Home Improvement, I always like to. Same with uh, Malcolm in the Middle, just from the standpoint of I grew up as one of three boys, so there were certain things that like those shows just nailed, like have, with having an older and a younger brother. But yeah, and that like Sons of Anarchy, I think that's another one I, I enjoyed. For Game of Thrones, there are you're talking about betting odds for Breaking Bad. There are odds for who takes the throne and who dies first in this coming season. We might need to call in an expert to break some of this down. We we got an expert. We do. We got an expert. When it gets close, we'll have enough. We'll have maybe a special Game of Thrones episode. That would be good. All right, let's move on to the tough triple. Uh, As you guys see, it just says keep or cut. Yeah, I didn't know how to make notes. I'm going to this like Cooper Cup. Yeah, you don't really need notes. So I'm kind of going to go fast here. Is this the Packers? Quick fire. So Packers are put in a situation where old vets aren't performing well, and a decision must be made to keep or cut. So you guys ready? I'm going to quick fire. 
keeper cut, these Packers, and other sports athletes. Ooh, so the rules are we have to just say the word, or can we actually have questions or dialogue? No. No reasoning. Nope. Okay. I just want to okay. hear keeper cut. All right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, sports athletes and maybe some other some things. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay. So, so we're going to have, have four categories. So we have Packers, Brewers, Bucks, and inside my head, you have to guess the answer. Okay. All right. All right. No so way to get that one wrong. Let's start with the Packers since that's what this is about. Of course, with a month out, or a little bit under a month out from free agency, a lot of choices to be made. Uh, so here we go. Andy, Nick Perry. Cut. Mike? Cut. All right. Clay Matthews. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Mason Crosby. Keep. Keep. Nice. Deshaun Kaiser. Keep. Cut. Ooh. Maybe we have to debate that one. We saw, we saw enough of them against the Bears. Oh, wait, I can't talk. <laughs> you got it? No? No, I, I could take it or leave it, but I'm willing to give a, an athlete like that a, a you, chance to. Andy, you sold me on the idea of having like Case Keenum as the backup. I think yeah. Aaron Rodgers is at a point right. where I, I, I will definitely cut him if, you, if you're going to give me a Case Keenum backup for sure. Okay. I want a vet. All right, lastly, Jimmy Graham. Keep for me. This is a tough That's a personal one, though. This is a tough one. A lot of money. It, it depends on if we go into this year and we don't add anyone else, I say keep, just to have someone else who's a veteran besides Very Devante. true. Very true. So I guess a conditional. Another year with Rodgers, maybe it might work a little better. Conditional keep, unless we did something crazy. like My, my fear with, with cutting both Nick Perry and him is it's a lot of dead cap space. Yeah, so definitely. I'd rather have a body. I would say keep, definitely. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Brewers. Ryan whoa, 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 I thought there was going to be like in what? your head thing. No, that's coming up. Okay. Whew. We're on the Brewers. Oh, it's a Brewer subject of keeping it. I got you. I got you. My head, right. we'll, we'll leave that stuff, that stuff last because I got a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> All right. Brewers. Ryan Braun. Keep? Uh, keep. All right. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering. Yeah, Jeez, you guys gave me dirty looks. Yeah, yeah well, I'm surprised. Mike, I we should do video podcasts. I thought you were a fan. I don't know. I felt like. What's man, he? What's what did he I do? Name wrong? one thing he's the ever la- done wrong. Last time I saw. I him, the last time I. Yeah. The last time I did see that look <laughs> on your face was when Mike was saying that NASCAR sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to bring that up again. That's in the lost. That's episode. in the lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know how much they cost, but I say eight dollar beers. At Miller Park. Yeah. I think they might be seven something. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Expensive <laughs> beers. Cut. Why can't everyone be like the Falcons? Right? Affordable concessions. What? Chick-fil-A being closed on Sundays? What are you talking about? <laughs> Andy, you got one? No? Indifferent. Indifferent. Cut it for, for my friend's sake. Okay. Well, we were not saying get rid of beer, but no. come on, $8, 876 hey, whatever helping, it is. You're helping the franchise. You want, a good, you want a good true. product on the field, you're going to pay All that right. money. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You All are right. talking to the same person. A little bit harder one. Matt Albers. Cut. Cut. Oh, I say keep. All right. This one's personally Andy. <laughs> personally. I have a feeling I know who it's going to be. All right. Bernie Slide. Oh. <laughs> keep. It's cheesy. Cut. Oh, no. It was Mike. Yeah. Ah, I got it mixed up. I thought you were going to say Kratz. That's <laughs> Again, listen to our special episode. You'll know what that's about. All right. And lastly, Stadium Sauce. Keep. Keep. Are the Brewers the only team with stadium sauce? No. Oh, 
Pittsburgh area has like ranch available like in a pump. My son would love Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Heinz just puts it all out there. Yeah. What's the deal with Pfizer form and no ranch? Yeah, that was weird. You got chicken tenders and they have a condiment I, station with like ketchup. I think mayo, they were just lazy. Barbecue sauce. The last no time ranch. I the last time I I went there, they did have it in a bottle, I thought. Like a little you think if you're going to sell right my, next to the place that sells chicken tenders, you have ranch. Yeah, my daughter got it at Chick-fil-A, so there's ranch. Okay. We, I think just, we just, just didn't put the time into no. searching. Maybe they were, work, they were working a double with we went Marquette at, and the Bucks. This is at the halftime. They're like, yeah. these guys don't need anything. Done. They, they, don't need ran- they looked at us and they said, you guys don't need ranch. <laughs> they ran they out saw, of ranch. <laughs> they saw Giannis wasn't playing. They're like, we don't need to bring out ranch today. All right, let's move on to the Bucks. Sterling Brown. Cut. Mm-hmm. Keep for now. We do have an open roster spot. Well, all right. Uh, no tops on soda. Cut that. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't have any kids. Oh yeah. Okay. So I say. I wonder keep. how many are spilled. Uh, like, it has nothing. To, hey, wait. It has nothing to do with kids. Oh. Nothing. You tell. You mean to tell me you buy two items and you try to carry that thing back to your seats without it's spilling one terrible. drop? Give me a break. It's that's bad. A, that's a fair point. Well, they have enough people there to clean up after you, so. Yeah, There's next time, like next time I'm going to do that, I'm going to pick them both awesome, up, and I'm just going to literally pour it in front of them. I thought Have fun cleaning that. I thought you were going to say you had a horror story about all the Fanta the kids were buying at. Uh, no, I, I was actually praying <laughs> that they would spill it. Please. <laughs> Rather than get all jacked up. All right. All right but one on. of the kids did spill it. So I do have, a, <laughs> I do have one little fun story, if, if I may. No, go ahead. One of the kids was, so we, we sat, it was my wife, me, and then the four kids, which in hindsight, we maybe shouldn't have done that. We should have maybe anchored. Yeah, the row of book kids. A, book and the kids. But they're, the seats we actually had were on the resale market, and there were season ticket holder seats. And there were people there that I think were expecting said season ticket holder people to be there. And they weren't. <laughs> but they were dressed rather well. And during the national anthem, not one, but two different bottles of Fanta were spilled on said person's chair. <laughs> Whoops. And the lady probably asked if you should ask your parents if they have a napkin for us. Didn't have a napkin. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, well. Sorry, not sorry. Deal with it. Yeah. So if you're listening, sorry, we didn't have a napkin for you. If you're not listening, eh. We've all had something spilt on us. She laid down her sweater. <laughs> all right. Next. Beer me button. Keep... Oh, keep. That's a great idea. I say keep if adding soda. Anyway. It, it would be nice to expand it, yeah. I'm not saying I don't like beer, but... <laughs> Pixie I, sticks? I have a lot of things against beer in this. All right. Buck's cheering section. Keep. I love keep. it. I want to sit there. Oh, God. I think they're annoying. No, that keeps the energy up. I guess. And and they are up high. It's wow. not like... They, yeah, they've moved them up hope, a little higher. I hope Pete doesn't go to a, any college game. Yeah. The older I get, the less I want cheering. You just want to sit WIA, quietly. WIAA says no cheering anymore. You at the you at no the ba- more in high school. You can't you can't chant. You at the Badgers like we used um, to do back in the day. You at the Badger student section does. They do the stand up old people clap 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 yeah, clap stand up me. old people. Now I'm one of the old people who's mm-hmm. sitting there and I'm like, all right, let's get up. The students <laughs> are making fun of us again. <laughs> all right, and lastly, Mecca jerseys. You know where I stand on this. Send them 
cut him, send him to Ethiopia. They can double as team. My son's listening. My son listens. I'm going to keep him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, growing on me a little bit. I'll still cut him. Okay. Hey, All right. What is there, does anybody know what the overall record is? Because that might dictate whether I want to keep him or, well, or cut we him. We got to figure that out. We got to figure that out. Middleton wore it for the uh, three point contest, and I think that's why he didn't perform well. Oh, easily. Easily. All right. Inside my head. Here we go. You <laughs> got to guess. Cut. What I'm thinking as cut or keep for these. All right. Do you have an answer for these? Yeah, I got okay. them all written down. Okay. All right. QB hit penalties. Cut. Cut. Yeah. Hashtag not my football. That was the answer. Yeah. Oh. I'd, I'd like to see him. That wasn't one of the options. Unless oh, it's Aaron okay. Rodgers, then yeah. yeah definitely. Re- definitely roughing. All right. Overtime rules. Keep. Cut. Are you talking NASCAR overtime? <laughs> NFL. Oh, I actually like NFL overtime. All right. You said, what did you said, say? I said cut. Keep. I say cut. Andy's, Boom. Andy's beating you. Boom. Not that it matters. I have we'll, nothing for you we'll guys. Because you guys don't bring me prizes on, on your game days. So I have a prize with me now. Oh, man. Now I feel bad. It goes to whoever gets the first hole in one. Closest to the pin. Okay. Guess what? I, will, I can be really mean here. I don't have a prize to give you because you haven't won yet. Oh, that's true. No, I'm I'm good with that. But I'm still getting waiting. To, I'm still <laughs> waiting for my dinner. Yeah, one day. Strong, strong slides into second. <laughs> keep. I actually say cut. I say keep. Some of them though. Hashtag not my baseball. <laughs> yeah. Here's a here's. How I would argue against him, though, it is weird that there's contact at times <laughs> on the bases when baseball is such a not a contact yeah, sport. I, that's true. And then you have guys though like Chase Utley who are just gonna like dirty slide and hurt guys. Yeah, you don't like street baseball. Like, what what game was that? Um, every game Manny Machado's played in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, James Harden. Cut. Uh, I said keep. He makes uh, NBA entertaining. Nah, he's no, he's boring to me. Cut. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'll lastly, no, he's wrong. Okay. Lastly, our boys did take first in the silver division. It was glorious, Mike. Basketball. Woo, they did. That. They did well, get medals. Well played. They did get medals. They get, Everybody got medals. Yeah. Oh, of course. But, Partici- but they actually won their, earned their medals. Right. They earned it. It had first, it has first place on it. It has first place. Participation awards for kids' sports. Cut. I could do, we'd do a whole episode on this. Cut over and over and over again. All right. Get cut. Soft. I will have your guys' prizes next week because you answered cut on participation awards. <laughs> I'd like my trophy, please. I will send you PayPal credits. Pete's, <laughs> Pete's Brain Participation Awards. All right. Let's move on to the walk really quick here. So, give me that ball back. AAF says to Trent Richardson because he spiked the ball too hard, went into the stands. Do you guys know why? Have you seen this? I do not know. Is it something because of the ball? Do the balls have chips in them or something? Yes, the balls have chips in them. So all of their footballs to track speed, trajectory of all balls thrown and kick. So that means no more footballs for fans in the AAF. That's fine. I actually, I thought, I just guess they had chips in them maybe based on the fact that you're watching a game cast where the players oh, actually yeah, that's around. That's true. That's true. 
But uh, yeah, he, so he spiked the ball after a second TV, went right into the stands, and officials hit him with a 15-yard penalty. Oh, wow. And a game check to pay for the new ball. Definitely. So I'm... I'm did it say how many, how much those balls are? No idea. All right, they gotta be expensive. That they makes sense. Be. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I mean, we're seeing from Adam Silver, obviously, some high tech jerseys, hopefully coming to our That's shops. True. Wonder how much those are gonna cost. And he said, what? <laughs> It'd be the thousands. Thousands. You gotta look that up. Those are pretty solid. You could put in any number and any. The any jersey name. switches. And the jersey just switches for you. Yeah, That's crazy. Awesome. So. That is all I have for the, for the. Do you have any pinch hits for me? I do have a pinch hit. I didn't mention this before with the All Star Game, but uh, so the next three years of the All Star Game are already set. It's staying in the division, in the Bucks division. It's Chicago, then Indianapolis, then Cleveland. Oh yeah, they they deserve it. Yeah, Cleveland deserves it for sure. <laughs> but the Bucks, uh, the 2022 one that Cleveland won, uh, the Bucks had also put in a bid to get that one. And the Bucks also put in a bid to get 2023, which hasn't been announced yet. But it seems promising because uh, Adam Silver had said it's not uh, if the Bucks get it, it's when. Now that they have a new arena. So 2023 could be Milwaukee. It could just be the division for four years in a row. That's pretty cool. But it, you would think that they kind of want to see the land around be built up. Because there's still a couple of projects they're working on. Yeah. They have to tear down the stadium. Yeah, they're going for stuff. another hotel and accommodations probably to, to get built up. Yeah, so I, I could I could see the Bucks winning the 2023 bid. The fact that they didn't get 2022 might just mean it's just going to wait one more year and things should be looking pretty nice by then. Definitely saving my money for that one. Yeah, it would be a fun one to go to. So I have a few things, if I may. Go ahead. So first I'll do the actual, maybe I need to have somebody correct my math, but it looks like they have not lost yet in the city jerseys. Mm, that Ooh. does... That they does, are they're uh, currently undefeated. That does earn some points for those jerseys. Maybe that's why you wore it. They have one, two, three more games left to wear those jerseys in the regular season. So that's one. Second, I want to I wanna see what you guys feel about this. It's kind of in the same vein as student cheering or fan cheering. Um, Kentucky beat number one Tennessee this week. And Coach Cal was not a fan of the uh, the fan section chanting overrated <laughs> so he actually shut them up they told him to be quiet and they immediately stopped what i get if he has he has he has complete control well of that campus i wow. get i would That's i get that amazing. though if if a coach yelled and i was in the stands i'd probably said to knock it off i'd probably do as the coach wished right. but i'm kind of surprised he Decided to rein in the fans, especially Coach Cal, because he's usually all about kind of like that show, showing up part. But I don't know if since he got inducted in the Basketball Hall of Fame, I think maybe if he, he feels he's part of that elite group now. But I thought the other part of it was this is only the third time in the last 15 years that three freshmen have beat a number one ranked basketball team. I guess if we're going to see it happen, it's this day and age where the the teams you know you know you see teams like Duke and Kentucky ranked highly with all these freshmen starting lineup and the last thing i had for you guys was 25 years ago today being so we're recording this on sunday the admiral david robinson had a quadruple double oh nice and he's the last that was the last person to ever do it he had 34 points 10 rebounds 10 assists and 10 blocks gotta yeah. love the blocks yeah, i love when the blocks are part of the triple double yeah that's or, great or steals too are fun i so, think that's happened a couple times yeah. so russell westbrook who 
Yeah, let's see, a quadruple. He could quadruple double with turnovers. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. So coming out of the All-Star break, the Bucks got a couple tough matchups coming up. We have the Celtics on Thursday. That'll probably be the biggest matchup we're going to see. Miritich comes back. Yeah, that's a big game. So we can see Nico finally let it fly, hopefully. Boston trying to get themselves back uh, positioned into the top four of the uh, of the East. Yeah, they are fifth right now, 37-21. and 21. That fifth is a tough spot because not only then are you uh, going on the road, you don't have home court advantage in that opening series. You have to play the one seed if you win. So it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of shakes out. Yeah, so it's going to be big. It's a home game for us, so it'll be important that our fans get out and, and get rowdy. It's going to be a big game for for us to hopefully set the tone, but they got some tough. Even Boston's got some tough matchups coming up. They they get us and then get a kind of a cupcake game against Chicago, and then turn around and ready to go back to Toronto against the Raptors, and yeah. then go to Trailblazers. And the Bucks. It's important after these they come out with these two home games coming up, Boston and Minnesota, because then they have a bit of a road trip. They go five on the road, so it'd be nice to uh, secure you know your home games, defend your home court before. And they have, unless trip. we're all there. So yeah. we won't go to the Boston, no, okay, Boston game. Then. No, that game's on Nash. That's a national game leading off on TNT too. So good to see our favorite guys yeah, before fun. the game. Oh, the uh, <laughs> the TNT crew. TNT crew. They are amusing. Love that crew. But yeah, I I guess it'll be. Uh, can anybody stop Giannis? Which Giannis says no. Nobody can stop me. And during the All Star game, nobody really stopped him. That's true. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. Last time they faced the Timberwolves, though, they had Butler, so they're a different team now. They're 27-30, and 30, 11th in the West. Uh, it should be an easy game, but really you never know. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota has a legit all-star in towns. You can't take any team too lightly when they... I.e. Orlando. Yeah, even Orlando. Vucevic, <laughs> he wasn't even the one who killed the Bucks. It was, <laughs> it was just random guys, Terrence Ross. Yeah, Terrence Ross. Goodness. You guys ready to play closest to the pin? Oh, we gotta decide who is which color. Not not don't mean this in a political way at all, because we will never talk politics, but life is a game of reds versus blues. I've heard soccer fans say that. A lot of the teams you have like Liverpool versus Everton. Isn't that Halo? Halo. That's exactly what I was going to say. Rock'em, sock'em, robots. Oh, nice. So, I got red and blue marker boards. Oh, there oh, we go. snappity snap. Life oh, just got even, even easier on QTR. They do have little magnets. Pete, do you want red or blue? Since Man, you are the... How much are you guys getting paid for QTR? I don't have this in my budget. Which one do you want? Oh, do I get first choice? Yes, because yeah, I'm the, the loser? Yeah, because yeah. your loser gets first oh, choice. Oh, okay. I'll go with red. Badgers, red. <laughs> Lost. No, I'm going with QTR red. Andy gets Brewers blue. It finally came from Gary, Indiana. Uh, you I'm want glad it? I have these magnets. I'm not done yet. Erasers, better erasers than oh, the, than my hand. Than the uh, the marker. The cap marker's one. got one. Oh, I like the marker cap one. We'll see how bad it goes. Oh, now I feel like a teacher. Good thing we That's got. All. Good thing we got QTR desks. Oh my goodness, what is this? So things are going to be a little different this time around. Mike's got a little chart oh, he's geez. holding up. 
the right. blue and blue and yellow chart. Mike puts in a lot of production for this. But I, can't, I can't see that though, Mike. Uh, to start tweeting this stuff of what he does for us. Yeah, well, if you guys saw the spreadsheet I made, it's more work than I ever put into anything in college. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, UW. So yeah, I've still got a degree and was yeah. a straight B student. So yeah. perfect. Couldn't have worked out. Look at better. where he got him now, mom. Yeah. So. This this is a themed one. <laughs> she doesn't listen anymore. This is a themed one. It's brewers is the theme. Love it. So there's eight categories for you guys to pick from. Awesome. The categories are the 2018 season, awards, Miller Park, Euchre, playoffs, cyclists, home runs, and appetite for success. Do we need to put the answer in a form of a question? You do not need to do Wait, Jeopardy rules. You told me Potent Potables is on here. <laughs> potent Potables. Is that at the bot? Yeah. You didn't flip it up. You got a little <laughs> flap that yeah. Potent Potables comes up. Oh, okay. There we, oh, perfect. All right. So you were going to each get to pick two out of here. And then the fifth question is predetermined by me. So Pete, as the challenger, you can go first. Oh, you won last time? And <laughs> yes, Mr. Andrew. Um, okay, I go first. Yes, which category would you, were, you like? You were off All by right. the total point score by 100. Oh, yeah. I don't want to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go, with, swear word out there. <laughs> I'll go with home runs. You're going to go with home runs. Home runs. I like home runs. And just to note, uh, this stuff all covers only the Brewers, so no Milwaukee Braves. This is oh, okay. only 1970 on Brewer oh, stuff. No okay. Pilots, no Braves. Okay, so the Brewers have played in a couple of pretty good hitters' parks, right? County Stadium. Their own. Miller Park, yeah. How many 40 home run seasons have there been by a Brewers player? Wow. Wait, one more time. 40 home runs in a season. How many times has it been done in the Just Brewers? Just by a Brewers? Not, yeah. not a, like specific to Miller Park? Yeah. Any brewer, and obviously, if a guy's done it more than once, you count every time he's done it. I feel like I put too many. Still have time to change your answer as no. Pete's still writing. I don't know. It's got to be a big, big number for Pete unless he just drew a. I'm just drawing. Pete, now. Is, Pete is a graphic drawing, designer. So. He's drawing. Do I do so, a verse or? Yeah, um, let's see what you said. Thirty-seven. Nineteen. You said nineteen. Pete, you are closer. This may shock you. It's only eight. No. Wow. What? Yeah. Deer. Didn't Deer hit a couple? Deer never did it. Really? Pr- Prince Fielder did it twice. He's first and second. Yeah. Richie Sexton did it twice. Gorman Thomas. Ryan Braun. Chris Carter. Ben Ogilvie. Oh, Chris Carter. What? Gorman Thomas was 39. Jeremy Burnett's 38. Gorman Thomas again, thirty-eight. It was, Prince, a, it was those '90s Burnett's years, and, and I thought Greg Vaughn oh, hit it too. Rob Deere hit the most strikeouts. I when I <laughs> the, yeah well when I when I put this down, I try to guess at some of these before I even look it up. <laughs> I I wrote down I would have thought Burnett's did it, and Deere, and Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn did it after he left the Brewers. Very cool. Padres? Padres, we traded him to the Padres, and then he played for the Reds. So, Andy, what would you like to follow up the home run category? Mm -hmm. Euchre. Euchre. Great choice. So I got some info on Bob Euchre for you. If you guys 
haven't seen a lot of Bob Euchre interviews. They're the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah. He would uh he would often joke about his uh career, about how bad of a player he was. He was not good. <laughs> yeah, he uh he played He could he stop played, a knuckleball. He played a while though, didn't he? He lasted for he appeared in two hundred and ninety seven games. That's a lot more than he, he gives played, himself credit for. Yeah, he played from sixty two to sixty seven. Uh here are a couple quotes of, of Bob Euchre talking about about his career. He said, uh I hit a grand slam off Ron Herbel, and when his manager came out to get him, he was bringing Herbel's suitcase. <laughs> says, In 1962, I was named Minor League Player of the Year. It was my second season in the bigs. <laughs> I've heard that one before. That was good. <laughs> and this one that he told to Johnny Carson, I believe Johnny Carson had said Euchre had as good a comedic timing as anyone he's ever seen. He said, Euchre said, people don't... He said, people... Don't know this, but I helped the Cardinals win the pennant. I came down with hepatitis. The trainer injected it, me with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all that said, give me three digits. What is Bob Euchre's career batting average? Yeah, he, he, he was mostly a backup catcher. Right, right. He could stop a knuckleball. Yeah, he that's the only reason he like was in the well, majors, right? I looked up. There was a ton of these well, quotes. Who was it? Who I forget what the pitcher was. Well, Bob Euchre had a quote about anyway. catching the knuckleball. He said the trick is you just wait till you let it hit the ground. You wait till it stops rolling. You go pick it up. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I gotta guess. I'm trying to guess. See if like I can outbid Pete by one. There's some strategy to this. Oh, 87. Andy, you're off by one. Oh my gosh, he's an even 200 hitter. Andy guessed oh. oh. 99. There's no way. One ninety nine. That is incredible, Andy. You almost, you almost won the prize. What is it? Well, or are we, we not allowed to know, know yet? Prize we is, can't know. Prize is a secret. I, I think it's got. That's be a, a tough. That's a tough one to hit yeah. too because it's a three digit number. I don't know. I thought. It I know he wasn't two hundred. Two hundred. Well, I thought he wasn't. He couldn't have been over two hundred because I thought he made a two hundred joke. Yeah, he was exactly two hundred on the dot. Hmm. Yeah, that's. So a I, joke. Made that, I thought he made that joke on Carson too. Yeah. About I, how he I was such so. a terrible hitter he was. All right, Euchre and home runs are off the board, Pete. Or would you like? Epi- what was under Euchre? That Don't was worry about that got turned potent, into potent the, that got turned into the fifth question. That was I, did, potent I debated what I liked up. what I liked most as a fifth. You want appetite for success? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> potent potables. This, this you mean appetite for success? Yeah. Appetite for success. This is the most ridiculous one by far. <laughs> oh jeez. So there's mine. So a website called Daily Beast. Oh, Daily. This, this is your blog? Mike Daily Beast. Okay. Was calculating be the fattest baseball players of all time <laughs> based Jeez. on based on height and weight, what their BMI was, body mass index. I don't even know mine. So first all-time was Prince Fielder. He had a BMI of 38.4. 17th all-time is CC Sabathia. He had a BMI of 37.2. Two of how did his dad not? <laughs> his dad wasn't on this list. I feel like they didn't start well, measuring height that and later. I think his dad was taller than so, him. Or Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn, I don't think was on there. There's something they must have not have measured until later. Yeah, anyway. it did seem like it was more recent players. Bartolo Colon, right? Bartolo Colon was on there. He okay, was, but I he, think, he played recently. I think he was second. He's still playing. But I know. <laughs> both those both those guys were on the Brewers 2008 team that made the playoffs. Yes. A successful team. They had an appetite for success. Oh, yeah. (laughs) According to Baseball Reference, 
what is the combined weight of CC Sabathia and Prince Fielder? Uh, I will tell you, baseball reference lists Sabathia as six foot six and Prince as five eleven. Prince is so short. That guy hit some home runs. He was probably like five eight. Yeah. I don't know if you fudge it for baseball. I know football. They added like five inches to me. They added me like almost six foot. So yeah, a lot. Like, of ah, I'm not even close. All right, Pete, you guessed five seventy eight. Oh come on! And Andy is five eighty three. You are both incredibly close, Pete. You got it. It's five seventy five. Oh. So what's the? Wh- wh- hey, no. Okay, consolation prize. What's the weight of Cece? 300 pounds even. Oh. And Prince okay. is listed at 275 on wow. baseball reference. So I had 297, 286. Yeah, you were. CC was top. And you were both right on with I your. 291 and 287. So I thought they were a little closer because I, I don't know. I know CC got a little bigger was, even after the Brewers. CC's tall. Yeah, he is 6'6. Six, six. That's true. And I went by. You did, ba- you did just say that. Sorry. I went by baseball yeah. reference. Uh, some sites had him listed as 6'7 even. So. Well, good job, Pete. You're up two to one. All right. But Andy, you get to pick the next category. We still have 2018 awards, Miller Park, playoffs, and cyclists. Playoffs? 2018 season. Okay. That's last year, right? That is last yeah. year. What year is it? This <laughs> is this is going to be a stat from last year. Last year, Josh Hader set the record most Strikeouts by a left-handed reliever. How many strikeouts did he have? What's interesting is he finished 13 behind Chassin. Chassin pitched 111 more innings. And they were almost even in strikeouts. Pete says 173. Andy says 143. Andy is exactly right. Son of a... Andy hit a hole. He gets the hole in one. 143? I was put 142. I was still been close, though. It better not be good, Mike. The prize? Better not be good. It's something that, if you're a Michael Jordan fan... It's his birthday today. Is it really? Yeah, he's 56. I didn't even know that. It's Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, used game. Bucks versus Blazers? (laughs) Used game. Or Bulls versus Blazers? Like actual used game. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you think I meant game used? No, no. It's actually, it's a used game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a copy of NBA 2K11 for PS3 with Michael Jordan on the cover because I uh, game collect and I accidentally bought two copies of this because I didn't check my (laughs) spreadsheet and realize I already owned it. Do you know who's going to be even more happy with this? Your son? Yes. I was like, Michael Jordan on the cover. I need to own that game, right? (laughs) And then I took it home and I put it on the shelf and I owned it. So What a perfect gift. Yeah. And Michael Jordan's birthday. Well, that's a pretty good setup. Happy birthday, Michael! I get a I get a game with Michael on it. I was gonna say one thirty-seven. I had one forty-two, and I changed it. So to be fair, I I did just hear this not that long ago. Me too. So and I said one seventy-three. You had uh, <laughs> the one and the three, right? All right. It is it. So Andy it? is up three to two. He gets double points for a hole in one. But yeah. we go to the final question. That's Pete, right? Oh, is the final? We're the this final. Oh, it's all the marbles. All right, let's see it. Well, unless Pete gets it, and then we'll have to have a tiebreaker. Do you have a tiebreaker? Yeah, we'll use one of the ones. Is it arm wrestling? There. We'll use one of the ones from there. Yeah, you guys have to arm wrestle over probably, the top I, side. I, lose. I have a bad shoulder. Well, we could do the other shoulder. Or maybe it's like 
Garden Hiders. <laughs> Ro- it's Rowan Gardner. All right. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Correction's music. <laughs> this one is about Lorenzo Cain. You just need to write down. In what grade was Lorenzo Cain when he started playing organized baseball? Senior year, 12. Pete has 11th grade. Pete, you are closer. It's 10th grade. So close to the perfect shot. What's interesting about this is Cain didn't make his high school basketball team, and his love was basketball. He didn't make the cut freshman year. So he swore off basketball. His mom would not allow him to play football. So he was almost ready to just give up on playing sports. The school baseball team only had eight players. So they needed one person just to fill out the roster. And Kane was that guy. He had never played baseball and owned no equipment. Wow. Uh, It's pretty impressive. Yeah. The coach told him to go find equipment from the field house. So he came out with a glove on. For their first practice, coach hit him a fly ball, settled right under it, caught it with his right hand, glove on his right hand, took the glove off, set it down, and then threw the ball in and told the coach this would be much easier if I had a glove for the other <laughs> hand. <laughs> he didn't know he should be wearing a left-handed glove. glove. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so his, his first year struggled, made a ton of base running mistakes, like not taking up and just taking... Not knowing the yeah, game. Which, which is incredible considering the year he had and, and the stuff he knew. Yeah, so he, he knew nothing. And then by his junior year, they had a full team, so he uh, he got sent to the bench, and that drove him crazy. So he used to take his school lunches out using the pitching machine and taking swings, and he would eat in between swings, like just quick take bites and then go wow. back to swinging. <laughs> and then, uh, so his dad had passed away when he was four, and his mom worked two jobs. So the coach used to give him a ride home after school. He had bonded with the coach. And he used to ask the coach every day to work on his defense and play uh, extra, give him extra fly balls. And the coach used to just hit it as far as he could because he's like, I want to just tire this kid out and go home. So that's some of, he said, uh, Kane showed off his range even back then, just chasing down fly balls. And by his senior year, he had shown enough talent to get drafted by the Brewers in the uh, 17th round. He didn't even know how to hit anything really besides fastballs. He basically just was terrible at chasing breaking pitches. Still got drafted by the Brewers. Still went on to play uh, college one year. He wanted one year of college. He said the Brewers, he wasn't ready, and he hit 356, Mm -hmm. just swinging basically at fastballs. And when he was drafted by the Brewers, he didn't even know it was a big deal until it showed up in the local paper. Oh, wow. So, that it's pretty incredible that that little baseball experience transformed into an all-star caliber player who's a gold glove defender. That is incredible. A uh, good hitter, 300 hitter. He didn't – uh, one scouting report in the minors was just don't throw him any fastballs. He can't hit off speed. And he would chase and strike out. And by the next year, he had a good eye. So – I never knew about his story. I was thinking that's really one of the more remarkable ways to make it to the big leagues. Yeah, it's pretty amazing seeing his game now and how he adjusts his swings so much for every single pitch, and he can find a way to slap a hit anywhere. And, yeah, like his range and how defensively he's amazing, it just shows how 
how he's such a hard worker and has put put the the hard work into into play of course and it it kind of goes to show too as just how nationally youth sports is and really if you want your kid to be good at sports they're going to have it in them and yeah. don't push your kid too far yeah <laughs> he was competing he said with guys who had been playing baseball since they were little kids and they knew their game so well by the time they were in high school and oh he yeah just, he knew nothing and they were you know they'd ask him about what what kind of pitch was that you swung at and he, i don't know right yeah. Yeah, it's one of those interesting things you talk about like kids sports the way they are now and they get in the cages so early and so often and it makes you wonder did he do potentially do better because he didn't have that exposure that early and didn't get burned out by the time he got to his formidable years and he hit his peak athleticism yeah, it's interesting. Eric Hosmer would say to him all the time, "Is uh, getting cut from that basketball team was the greatest thing that ever happened to you." Wow. Yeah, because you talk about like he doesn't have the beat up on his arm. Like he never had to throw since yeah. he was like six, seven, eight years old. Yeah, the coach even said he looked goofy when he did pretty much everything throwing. He would, you know, use the, he'd step with like the wrong foot oh, and he didn't know how to bat. He good job, good job. I mean, I well, guess I guess the coach had to force his hand a little bit because he didn't have enough to feel the roster. But good job by you, coach. That. You had this kid that was completely raw. So I guess as coaches listening out there, don't necessarily write off that awkward kid that doesn't quite have it all together yet. Yeah, he put in the work. So do we need last a, one tiebreaker? Tiebreaker? I don't know who should get to pick the tiebreaker. I don't know how to determine this. And you get the hole in one. Why don't you pick it? Yeah, yeah, you go for oh, it. All right, I'm going to say we're going to do playoffs. Last season. One of the best runs by the Brewers. One game short of the World Series. How many total playoff games have the Brewers played in franchise history? And you two better not tie again. This episode's <laughs> going to be two hours long. Uh, Andy says 38. Pete, you say 43. It is 42. Pete, you pulled it off. <laughs> Good job on the math. Nice. I must have missed some in 80s. I think 82 must have missed so 82, they had... Uh, Full disclosure, I had 43, and I erased four. Change your mind. Nice, nice. Uh, you guys, at least you remember, obviously, 10 last year. Yes. Yep. 2011 was 11. Yep. 2008 was four games. Yep. 82 was 12 games. That's, mm. I missed that one. I had 11. A seven-game series and a five-game series. Okay, I had 11. And then 81 was a f- just a five-game series with the Yankees. Okay. Makes Where sense. Do, but I had only three for that one. Nice. Good job, guys. Look who won. This guy. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't have any more prizes. Oh. So who's got the hole-in-one right. with the who's going home with the prize? Hole-in-ones are just the shortest and easiest hole. So I believe I, I hit the par five. You make it really hard on me. Not I to won say the that. par five. I believe you. Uh, I you can cool. play maybe <laughs> career mode as Jordan in that game. I can't remember. I know it was a big deal when it came out, and that's why I wanted to own it. Yeah, I feel like I I have that one, and I always try to shoot threes with Jordan, not forgetting that he wasn't really a three point shooter. Yeah, he's so. average as a yeah. three point shooter. Anyway. So one more, one more thing before we get you guys out of here. We actually have a new quick quick series or segment we want to run past you guys where we want to run through what's one sports thing to read 
or watch and a random option that can be anything that doesn't have to necessarily be sports related. So what's one thing that you've read recently or watched that you think the listeners of QTR need to need to take time out and read or watch? Well, I'll go first. I um I haven't watched it in a while. I watched it a couple of years back. But it's uh The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Don't know if you guys have seen this. WWE again. But I, it's I a great but story. I've heard of it, yeah. yeah, even if you're not a wrestling fan, uh this this story is great. Uh Jake the Snake was a great WWE wrestler. Um and this this is a story that's really inspiring. It's a redemption story. Jake, uh, he nearly took his life due to substance abuse, and he kind of was giving up on life because uh, of all the pain and just waiting for death, honestly. Uh, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, is a really good friend, and uh, he has DDP yoga, which is is pretty great, actually. It's a really positive thing, and he kind of works in, like, wrestling kind of moves and stuff into his yoga, and it's a lot of fun here. But um, so Jake could barely move. He was so beat up. Isn't there a famous clip of him doing some like high school gym wrestling and he's like wasted. under the influence yeah. and he's like he's just, just wasted. It's yeah. Sad. So it's really sad. Yeah. He had a couple moments like that in his life and and uh of course they're really good friends. So actually he contacted DDP. So because of major knee issues, he's had hip replacements and these guys take a beating. He he once had eighty seven days straight of wrestling. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So um so yeah, he it was kind of it's kind of just the story of his redemption and and uh and ultimately getting into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2014 and it was kind of a thing it's it's also kind of a thing with with the WWE is that you can't get in the Hall of Fame unless you kind of get your life together. Like I don't I think that's kind of like something they try. So he was never in the Hall of Fame. It was kind of like, "Well, why it? Why isn't he?" Well, finally he got his life together and yeah. he he got that moment. So Anyway, I would check that out. Yeah, I've heard good things. So I just finished a book. This would maybe vaguely count as sports. If you count uh, mountain climbing as an extreme sport. Hey, we'll go with it. Sounds good. Yeah. So uh, John Krakauer, he's the author, wrote uh, Into the Wild, if you're familiar with that book or movie. So uh, I'd read that book, and I just read his second book, which is called Into Thin Air. It's about uh, he climbed Mount Everest with uh, two groups of climbers. And uh, I didn't know how crazy it was to attempt this, of really just all the dangers of it, not only physically, but, like, mentally. It can just, you can, you basically are, like, not not with it to get at like all when you're climbing. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he, they ended up encountering a, a crazy storm, and it really turned into this tale of survival. It's not for the faint of heart. It's, is, this, it's, is this one the movie was based off of? I believe so. There was a I watched movie, the movie. 2015. It's intense. And so after you read the book, you should definitely huh. check that out because, oh, I remember watching that and I'm, I was like, dear God. Yeah, not everyone makes it out alive. So he has to, in the book, explain how some of these people he had bonded with. It was sad that they basically had to sometimes just leave people behind. But oh, it's, yeah. But it's a really yeah. interesting read to just understand what it actually means to climb Mount Everest. It really takes this incredible physical and mental strength to do it and... It's one of those books where once I started reading it, I just couldn't stop, and I plowed through the like second half of it in like one night. So it was about the the guy that was taking these up the the camp, the company that brought the, that has the guy that will take you up for a certain amount of money. Yeah, there was. And was it the story about the? I think it was a Texan. 
Yes, he's a doctor named Beck Weathers. Yeah, so he kept trying to make it to the final summit, and he would always fall short, and this was going to be his one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember this now. Yeah, and yeah, there were two guides who were very famous and accomplished climbers named uh, Scott Fisher and Rob Hall, and yeah, they were lead. They're basically leading the groups, and yeah, unfortunately, they just ran into such bad weather that even the most experienced guides couldn't get them out of. But yeah, I would highly recommend it. Very cool. interesting read. What's the movie called? Everest. Oh, I'm not sure if I've seen that. Maybe I have. I'll have to check it out though. Yeah, it's got some good it, actors and stuff in it. Personally, yeah, personally, it. I don't like. I don't, I don't read books. I don't do Google books. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. I think I've seen it, but oh, I'll check a- it out. As you've been warned, not for the not for the faint of oh, heart. Yeah. It, it's, it's in, Into the Wild's really good. Into the Wild was great. That, yeah. yeah, that's pretty sad too. And mine is um, it's actually a podcast series about. Aaron Hernandez, so it's the one called Gladiator by Wondery. It's uh, put on by the team of the Boston Globe Spotlight team that also un- uncovered oh. the the Catholic Church scandal. Um, they do a really, really good job. It's a six-part series. They go in-depth and talk about each phase and how his life progressed and things like that. Um, bring up some, uncover some interesting pieces from his past, and it kind of sheds a little bit different light. And I didn't realize that his older brother was actually really good athlete as well played quarterback for UConn um, he was supposed to go to UConn and actually play and then decided to go to Florida but so I strongly recommend to go listen to that um, not necessarily also not for the faint of heart either yeah. but I think it sheds a little bit of light um, kind of on his backstory and you kind of see how he maybe ended up the way he ended up but so that's an interesting listen that, that I had yeah it sounds interesting because it's one of the bigger sports stories recently, and ultimately, yeah, tragic tale. Yeah, it was, the interesting part is I didn't really realize as he got sentenced or put on trial, like the the day the Patriots won their Super Bowl against oh, the Seahawks, right. yeah. which was kind of interesting because you actually heard it. You heard people celebrating outside. Yeah, that's got to be rough. So with that happiness, we'll probably wrap up, call it a day. We'll have another special episode of the Brewers, so ready and interested for that I think we're going to do infield for episode 2 of the Brewer special series definitely got a new big free agent signing so breaking really hear news about that. yeah Moustakas back as a brewer we'll talk more about that so with that happy birthday Michael oh Jordan when I say Michael Jordan so happy oh. birth. so with that happy birthday Michael Jordan big 5-6 56 correct doesn't look a day over 40 <laughs> really doesn't. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at questionabletoreturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter for Andy at Andy, the number nine M-A-N, Mike at Mike R. Daly, and Pete at P. Cozy with a K, Junior J.R. Please consider leaving us a five-star review as well as sharing us with someone you know.